Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Hi, everybody. It's mother-daughter journey time. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. Today's episode is actually probably going to, actually probably, definitely going to be part one of two because we are about to unpack something pretty heavy. Yeah, codependency. Codependency. Let's just name it. (laughs) (laughs) Name the things. It's what we do. It's what we do. And we did, we did name it way back when, I think, in our second episode when we were talking about all of the things that can make the maturing mother-daughter relationship so tenuous. And complex. And complex. Yes. Yes, one of my favorite words. <laughs> and codependency plays a role. Especially in that transitioning especially relationship. Especially in that transitioning relationship. And it can manifest in so many different ways. Right, so let's start in the way that I know you want to. (laughs) Who, me? No. (laughs) Drum roll, please. What codependency definition do you have for us today? (laughs) Doodlebug. Doodlebug, that's me. So this was actually hard because, I mean, the codependency rabbit hole is real. Yeah. (laughs) Right? When I was gathering, you know, some research for this episode, I was like, geez, there's upwards of 23 or more different definitions for codependency, none of which have a positive connotation to it. Well, that's not surprising. No, it's not, right? Most people, when you think of codependency, there's a little, like, internal cringe. Correct. But I think... I'm doing it right now, actually. I know. (laughs) I'm cringing throughout this whole episode. No, no. (laughs) No. But the one I decided I'm going to use for our purposes... Um, comes from an article written on VeryWellMind.com uh, by Wendy Rose Gould. I'm going to put this article in the show notes. I highly recommend you guys take a look at it because it does a really, really good job of presenting this subject in a clear and concise way that makes sense. When there's so much out there for, like I said, to go down in the rabbit hole, start here. So according to this article... Codependency in a relationship is when each person involved is mentally, emotionally, physically, and or spiritually reliant on the other. A codependent relationship can exist between romantic partners, but also with family members and friends, and tends to lead to dysfunctional relationship patterns. So, taking that into account, I like this definition because it encompasses all of the ways that somebody can be dependent on another person, right? It makes all you look, the relationships, it, yes. When I started looking things up to educate myself a little bit more, a lot of the references were just talking about romantic relationships. Right. Right? And that's not the context that we're talking about here. And I also like that this definition talks about not just mental or emotional, but includes physical and spiritual reliance. So that you can really take a good look at 
all that codependency encompasses in that one little in that one little definition right so okay now that i've had my fun with that (laughs) let's move on to how this relates to the mother-daughter relationship and as Mm -hmm. always there'll be little tidbits that can help with all relationships but we are concentrating on us. On us, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're, it's all it's about, about us. Me, me, me. Was that a Toby Keith song, I think? I think it was Toby Keith. Showing my country. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so. Anyway, indeed. Codependency in the mother-daughter relationship. I think we mentioned back when we did the Naming All the Things episode that just naturally the mother-daughter relationship starts off codependent, right? Our children, our infants are dependent on us. Mm-hmm for their needs. We are responsible for their safety, their happiness, their well-being, right out of the gates. Right out of the womb. Right. And so naturally, we're in tune to their feelings and their emotions because we are responding to their discomfort. Right. And so the pattern starts very early on. My sister is pregnant right now. She's very, what, seven months? Me at seven months? Or um, eight? um oh She's in her eighth month. She's in her eighth month. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be an auntie, guys. <laughs> and we just had the baby shower a couple weekends ago, right? And when we were spending time with her, she'd be like, oh, this baby's feeling like this and baby needs this. And her name's going to be McKenna. So she, McKenna needs this, right? So the, the tie to your child's needs emotionally and physically even starts right then and there. Oh, absolutely. So. Agree. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It is an innate part of the relationship, I guess is what we're trying to say. An inevitable part of the relationship. Yes. And at some point, you need to start shifting out of those patterns for your child and yourself. Yes. Which, let me tell you, folks, <laughs> that is that was not part of Abigail and I's relationship for a very long time. I was a codependent parent for a few reasons after looking back and healing and, you know, Mm -hmm. doing the work that we talk about. And I was codependent for a few reasons as well that we'll, you know, touch upon as we dive into this more. So we're very familiar with... Yeah, we're kind of a been there, done that, still doing it. Yeah, I mean, we have made strides in this area. Oh, my goodness. Yes, we have. And let me tell you also, folks, that it was somewhat I'm gonna say even a little more difficult because we not only had the mother-daughter relationship and just our relationship as individuals and friends but we also had the business relationship and like muddying all of those boundaries and what goes where and where the dependency is coming it was it was muddy is what I'm trying to say (laughs) yes and so that should be encouraging I would think because we're you know obviously our relationship is always evolving but the things that we need from each other for our own emotional well-being or, you know, to be able to relax our brain or whatever it is that you want to call it has come down to really, I would say, very minimum amount, right? So with time and work and compassion, this really oh, is, gosh, yeah. you know, it is a doable thing. And whenever we talk about compassion, we usually talk about it, oh, give the other person compassion. But I'm going to note that you have to give yourself the compassion too while you're working through all of this stuff. Absolutely. If, it, if I haven't already said it, just throwing it out there. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. For our purposes, we talk about the maturing relationship. So mm-hmm. we talk about really teens to college and into adulthood. Not that I couldn't talk about the younger sect. Be- sect. Sect. Right. Sect. Yes. Yes. But uh, 
if you don't mind, K-Dog, before we get into that really too much, I have a thought that I want to express about, I think, why you and I were both so apt, no, vulnerable to codependency. And part of it is because you and susceptible I... To susceptible to Susceptible. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Part of it has to do with your upbringing, right? Unhealed parenting, which led to more unhealed parenting. But also just who we are, like our mental illnesses and the fact that we have addictive personalities. I think something to be mindful of when we're talking about codependency is that the definition originated in relation to people with addiction, right? Right. So codependency, the term originated when talking about addiction. And so it makes sense that people with addictive personalities, like you and I, like we both do. Yes, would be more susceptible to codependency. So if you know that you're somebody with an addictive personality, just keep that in mind while we move forward. Yeah, good to know. So, okay. And also just with mental illness in general, right? Mm -hmm. That notches things up a whole nother level, which is, you know, one of the reasons that we didn't work through this on our own. It's one Mm -hmm. of the reasons we went to the CBT, you know, therapy and all of the tools that we use to manage the mental illness, right? Right. It was like layered for us. Yeah. And codependency was intertwined with all of those other things that we had to learn about ourselves and about our mental illness. Right. I do know it can play a huge role in a lot of personality disorders or it's an aspect of personality disorders, such as like borderline personality disorder or dependent personality disorder. Codependency overlays both of those or plays into both of those. Okay. Charging forward. Charging forward. Onward march. So in regards to the maturing mother-daughter relationship. Yes. As they're teenagers, and honestly, this starts even earlier on, you know, that transition of having to let go and release that kind of codependent nature for yourself. But really, when they get to be teenagers, they're interacting, they're having lives outside of you. And we want them to be safe, right? We want our, our children, our girls, let's say what we're talking about here. We want our girls to not experience heartache. We want our girls to be safe. We want to make things easier. All of those things that we tell ourselves are the reasons that we're holding on so tight, right? We know how painful it is. Mm. It starts from, for me anyway, it started from a place of not wanting to experience pain emotions intense emotions i'll say i don't want to call them bad emotions because i've come to believe there are no such thing as bad emotions there's just you know higher and lower vibrational emotions Uh, yeah i was gonna say this is kind of a tangent shocker but good and bad to label emotions is kind of like yeah nobody likes to feel anger which is lower frequency right it's a lower frequency emotion they're not good or bad they just are they just are they don't feel as nice. Some of them don't feel as nice, but that doesn't make them bad emotions. They just They're all necessary. Anyway. <laughs> Tangent. Part of codependency, right? When we were talking about it earlier, K-Dog, you said part of the letting go needs to happen as soon as they start to experience the world on their own. And that means not having any emotional stake well, that's an impossible thing. To in any like say. pre, how how is it that you worded it? I said it? you can't be married to any outcome. Ma- that's what it was. You can't right? be married to any outcome. In order to be able to break free of some of the codependent nature, mm-hmm. you can't be married to any particular outcome 
for your child. That includes some heavy topics like religious beliefs, spiritual beliefs, gender identity, sexuality, right? Correct. So. Definitely. Right down to, you know. Hobbies. Hobbies, careers. Right. Friends. All of it. Right. All like when it. they start to make those decisions for themselves, you can be there to, and we should, in my mind, there's that word, should. but I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. For me, I want to be there mm-hmm. so that you and your sister know that no matter how you're feeling, I am here as a sounding board. I'm here for a hug. It doesn't mean I'm going to judge the situation. I'm going to advise the situation, which takes practice, practice, practice. (laughs) Right. But I'm just here to hear and see and validate how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Not to say, well, I could have told you that. But also, I have to be able to kind of separate my well-being from your well-being when you're making those decisions and you're living your life. So there's two separate things here. We're talking about not being married or staring towards any outcome. Mm Mm-hmm. And also not being emotionally tied to that outcome or the consequences of the decisions that you make as you're navigating the world right? as you get older. And that just gets more intense and harder when you reach, you know, school age to teenage to college to... And the longer you've held on, the harder it is to let go. Yeah. I mean, we've used this before, like no relationship is, they're like snowflakes, right? Every relationship has their own nuances, their own life experiences and things that they've gone through that kind of direct that degree of codependency and what you have to to and what you have to work back from right so for you and I suicidal ideations and all the things we've talked about our degree of codependency was pretty high it was pretty high because well it started right it started like all right off the bat and it perpetuated through like you were an unhealed parent you were codependent which and I was codependent as well right and then as the mental illness progressed and all of that stuff went down right all of the shit happened there she goes the codependency just became even stronger no it was just it was just a a higher degree we just did we just did a different degree that we needed to learn how to step back from because i didn't know how to ever early on I was, like you said, an unhealed parent. Right. Right? My, let's just call it what it was. My mom, we've, we've discussed this before, fantastic lady, but she takes things personal, right? We've talked about this. Yes. Like me living my life in a fashion that she maybe doesn't approve of or didn't want me to go or is a personal thing. So going back to the not being married to any outcome. Right. But I'm saying that... That codependent, like I was raised in that codependent relationship. Right. And when you are raised in a codependent relationship, you don't trust your own emotions. You label them as good or bad, especially if your emotions are affecting another person to the extent of the feeling is portrayed that you purposely are hurting them by making the decision that you made. Right. Whether that was the intent or not. And coupled with mental illness of your own that was going, right, unlooked at, and undiagnosed right and with the fact that you're an empath so who can trust you know who didn't know how to trust whether that emotion was yours or somebody else's well that wasn't even in my radar like well that's what i'm saying imagine how right like it probably contributed to the severity or the level of codependency in your relationship with your mom and then in your relationship with me right and so again not labeling any of this codependency stuff i'm not approaching this from a place of 
guilt or shame, no, right, it, that it happened. But it, it I'm glad you said that, that too, because every time I say the word codependency, you like there's a cringe factor. There's cringe a cringe factor, factor right? and like we need to try to. Yes, is it healthy codependency in a relationship? Healthy? No, but when it comes to this relationship, like we said earlier, it's inevitable to begin with, and so we need to walk away from the shame and guilt of. Yeah, I mean. Honestly, if, I, if I'm going to get on a soapbox, I think we need to learn how to differentiate, as Brene Brown would say, right? The difference between shame and guilt. Guilt is a good thing because it helps us navigate the difference for us between right and wrong. Like if we make a decision and we feel guilty about something that we've done, then we don't want to feel that way again. So it's protecting us from that feeling. Right. That is a natural feeling to experience. But shame is when you then put a definition or label yourself as bad Mm -hmm. because you made a decision that made you feel guilty, right? I mean, I will say it, huge Brene Brown fan. Her work on this is amazing. Yeah. Right? But when we're talking about (laughs) codependency and really any of the stuff that we talk about, like I'm saying I was a codependent mother. My mom was a codependent mom. We had Mm -hmm. unhealed things to deal with. We were both young. 19 oh, year old, yeah. like, like she was 19, I was 22, like we were young and we were kind of growing up with our children and we right. coming from a codependent relationship, which I'm not going to talk about my mom and her mom's relationship. Cause that's not my story to tell, but like, like she had her own generational stuff to right. deal with, right? Things so, trickle down. <laughs> right. Things trickle down. So I guess what I'm saying is none of this is look at it from a place of shame and just a place right. of, I think it's my Angelou who said, when we know better, we do better. And that's kind of this. If you can recognize some patterns that are hindering your relationship that are codependent and you can look at them and talk to them with each other, then you can improve your relationship with yourself and your daughter, which is what this is all about. Exactly. And there's a second layer to that because when you are a codependent parent or you're parenting from a codependent space, you are kind of teaching your children not to trust their own emotions, right? And not not to make, in that all of their decisions are going to reflect in other people's pain or other people's discomfort. And if that's how they're operating from a place of their decisions, then it's impossible not to operate from a place of shame. Because if you are knowingly making decisions following your heart, that is not what somebody else is comfortable with and they're letting you know that mm-hmm. well then you're looking at yourself like well why couldn't I just do that and so it brings in the shame that we just kind of talked about and like that beating yourself up talk and not being able to trust your own emotions and labeling things is good and bad I'm nodding yes and yes. then <laughs> it eventually leads to resentment because now right you're like this is what makes I just want to live my life I'm not trying to hurt you I just don't believe the same thing as you I just right. don't see the world through the same glasses as you the same lens as you it doesn't mean I'm bad and so without being able to talk about this and work through that you now you've moved from shame and guilt to resentment to potentially becoming estranged yeah it just compounds yes and it, it, it compounds, as you were talking to I was thinking about the fact that it compounds generationally as well, right? So what my grandmother struggled with, like codependent relationship, I'm sure, to some degree there was one. Otherwise, you wouldn't have had one and I wouldn't have had one, right? Who but knows? What she experienced as a child, which led to unhealed parenting in her case to you, it just like 
grew exponentially in you, which then grew exponentially in me. Does that make sense? Yes. Because she added unhealed parenting on top of, like, she was parented by somebody unhealed. The generational burden just gets bigger. Appears to just get bigger and bigger. And bigger and bigger, right? Because you're not looking at it. It's just like, it's, oh, I'm going to sweep that under the rug. I'm going to sweep that under the rug. And you can only sweep so much under the rug before the rug is six feet off the ground. Okay, good analogy. Right? That's that's disgusting, but yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but um, so that's, and that's what happens in the generations and we don't look at it. So now we're looking at it. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway, trying to think of my next my next train of thought. So, oh, by the way, I'm really proud of you. It was my Angelou. I had to look it up just to make sure. Look at me go. Look at but, me. But uh, I should have trusted you. <laughs> okay. So we've talked about you know codependency, where it can come from, what it can do, cause resentment, cause guilt, cause shame, mm-hmm. cause distrust in yourself and others. Yep. Well. It- the distrust in yourself and others that was the other point I had that I wanted to make is codependency is very closely tied to negative self-esteem right well yes because you you don't trust yourself well because yeah yes but also because somebody else's happiness is tied to your self-worth right when you're talking about codependency somebody else's happiness and fulfillment and all the good feels that we talk about they become your responsibility especially in this relationship yes when, i'm assuming based on all the things i've heard from mothers that it's very easy for mothers to assume responsibility for the child children's happiness well here's the thing we feel it right to sit here and say i'm not gonna feel heartache when you feel heartache or i'm not gonna feel a little sad when you feel sad or i'm not gonna be excited and proud when you're excited and proud mm. that's like that's a fallacy right. you're going to as a mother you are going to feel those feels mm-hmm. and yeah I don't know what to say about that like that's part of the sacrifice of motherhood like to be a mother is to be an empath well to some extent <laughs> to some extent to some I know. extent yes. but where the separation needs to lie is trying to prevent the feeling yes right trying to say okay I don't I'm responsible for the fact that Abigail is feeling sad or I'm responsible for the fact that Abigail is feeling guilty for some decision that she made or or that I should take any of that guilt on or any of bringing back the shoulds right I should have done better as a parent here or I should have said this to them and then they wouldn't be feeling this way or they wouldn't have made that decision if I had done something different which I played this game folks I mean when you're when your child has a plan like the, I didn't see it, I should have done it. If I hadn't said that, if I didn't let her go there, if I didn't let this person into her life. I mean, at the time she was dating a, I mean, a somewhat, I mean, I'm going to say it, narcissistic personality. Yeah, Um, (laughs) like you could say it. So like I should have protected her from that. All All the things that I kind of warn you against, right? The shoulds and the guilt. Because I was doing so much of that, it took us so much longer to work through it. Mm. Which is something we'll, I mean, we'll dive into this a lot more. Yes, our next next, next episode, episode on this will be about the tools and the things that we did to kind of break these codependence patterns, the conversations that we had to have. Right. Once we recognized it for what it was and, and the role that it was playing on our relationship, and not just our relationship with each other, but 
also our relationship with ourselves, right? Like as well, people in codependent relationships, it's people pleasing to the nth degree, but for one person in particular, right? Yes. It's, it's like being so tied to that one person's happiness. Or, or, or plan or dreams or, or well-being or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, whatever. Insert word here. It becomes your own. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you can't separate from it. And then it, like, it leads to all the things. Like, it, it leads the, to all the things. The right. resentment and all the things where you just, the relationship, it's like, and not to be gross, but I'm going to be gross. It's like the head of a pimple, right? It builds and it builds and it builds. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Until we all know what happens here, right? Oh, stop talking about this, please. <laughs> but that's what this this whole codependent no, a, topic is. That is, is a good analogy. Right? But I don't know how that's any less gross than my dirt analogy under a rug. I mean, come on. Oh, actually, actually, it's more gross. But exactly. I, yeah, I had to one-up you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's like all of yeah. it just festers until it explodes there's oh that's a good word until so and when it explodes with any explosion Mm -hmm. right there's gonna be collateral damage there's gonna be yes there is so things are gonna be said that aren't meant and and the people in your life besides just the two of you have a front row seat to this Mm -hmm. explosion Right. So it tricks. So it's again the ripple effect of that relationship. And the things you actually mean to say don't get said. Right. Because you're busy saying the things you don't mean. Well, you're busy speaking from a place of anger, of hurt, and hurt, and needing to protect yourself. Right. So yeah, this is almost a good place to end. I think I do because we were saying next week we're gonna really dive into what to do next, right? So once you've recognized that codependency is playing a part in your relationship with your mother or your daughter, your child, what do you do to break that habit, to break that cycle? Because it is a cycle. It is a cycle, and it's again like I feel like sometimes we're broken records, but it's. A process like this is this is not easy you know microwave like stick it in press a minute and now you have soup like <laughs> Plus 30 seconds beep, yeah done. it's it's yeah. not that and so it takes a lot of um tools and a lot of tools understanding. And, and conscious effort conscious compassion for like i said earlier in this episode for the other party and for yourself and that actually before we end brings me to another point that I wanted to make. And I almost forgot when I'm talking about recognizing these patterns. It's like the forgiving of it, right? The moving forward with it. If you were to sit here and talk about our codependent relationship, or if you were to say, hey, you're being kind of codependent, or hey, I need you, like when we're setting the boundary, right? I need you to, or this behavior makes me feel this way. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I think last week we talked about you needing the space to make your own, like to fall. In one of our episodes, we talk about you, right. I had to let you fall so that you could trust right. your own decisions and learn that you were able to pick yourself back up after him like falling wasn't the end of the world right right and and that's that's a big topic and we talk about words like using the word should or what's wrong with you or just all of those words when you bring that to me to say this this is how i interpreted this this is how i internalized this this is my reality of the words that you said right i need to kind of take and I mentioned this last week too, you need to kind of take ego out of it. Because for me to then say, well, that's not what I meant. You shouldn't have felt that way. That's not real. To poo-poo it, to invalidate how you're feeling, isn't going to move you forward in the relationship. No, right? definitely not. And so, yes, don't shame or guilt because it's happened and we need to move forward. 
So this isn't like recognizing it isn't a let's beat ourselves up thing. No, 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 no. But it's also own your poo, right? (laughs) Own it. Own it. Like you need to recognize if you are operating from a codependent space and then start to, in your own mind, how can I ease my way out of this pattern, which we'll talk about next week. But because it is a pattern. Because to say that it's not real, even if in your mind it's not real, it is real to the person that's bringing it to you. It is their reality. It's right. their truth. It's their world. So to deny it is just adding fuel to the fire. Yes. Yeah. Well said. And yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I think we'll we'll cap it at that, and we will talk to you next week about how we kind of dug out of this codependent pattern. Mm-hmm. And just like with any other pattern, it took some uh, consistent effort, but we're much happier. We're, we're yeah, we're much <laughs> we're much better off. Our relationship is much better off now that we've worked our way through that muck. And yeah, well, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for joining us on our journey today. If you liked what you heard and are looking for more, make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. You can also follow us on social media. See you next time.